Looking for a hot tip? Membership at Perth Racing is your best bet of the day. Five days of the pinnacles, Perth Cup Day, Quokka Day, exclusive access. Can't go wrong. So, you know what to do. Get in the queue. PerthRacing.com.au Okay, it's time to partner with Perth Racing and preview Van Hemp's Stakes Day, run in conjunction with the Westspeed Platinum Race Day. So Westspeed Platinum is a fantastic, you know, breeding incentive scheme over here in Western Australia. And uh, yeah, so um, provides additional earning opportunities for qualified thoroughbreds and ensures that breeding, owning and racing a Westspeed horse in WA is one of the best value for money horse ownership opportunities in the country. So um, we have basically, other than the Van Hempst, every other, all the other eight races are for Westspeed Platinum horses only. I think this is the third time this meeting has been conducted and it's growing, going from strength to strength year in, year out. So um, we'll get stuck into the preview shortly. But before we do, what do we need to stay tuned for guru uh we need to stay tuned for info info there's no r in info info uh throughout the show uh on how we can enter the market city meets get out stakes competition uh and we have uh we have rooney we have wayne Mm. uh we have big wayne rooney taking on uh chris parnham who's low flying at the moment Mm. both in the saddle and more importantly in the mastermind competition uh in the mundaring hotels mastermind competition four straight chris parnham is attempting so he's edging his way closer and closer to the mundaring hotels racing mastermind hall of fame okay it's now time for the ascot track report brought to you by witten's irrigation and design whether it's racetrack residential or commercial water wisely with witten's what are we thinking this uh saturday tommy uh so it's at the five meters which in my opinions, arguably the fairest pad we have. Um, I think the last meeting there was on was the 24th of October, or it was, I think it was the last weekend, the last Saturday in October. Um, and it raced pretty fair that day. When it races at four, best pad seems to be about pretty much one off or two off. So um, I think it'll play pretty fair. Wind seemed to be southerlies. Um, so that'll be interesting to see how it plays in terms of rail with that wind pushing across. Um, but yeah, I think we can account for quite a fair track on Saturday. What do you make, Thomas Johnston, of the um, the rail only going out one metre? We rarely see Saturday to Saturday going out one. It's usually two, maybe three metres. Uh, I think with the how warm it's been, the track's quite firm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think, yesterday. yeah, it got upgraded. I don't think it's chopping out as badly as it normally would okay. um so i think that theory would just be along the lines of there's no need to push out two meters if that inside pad's completely fine yeah i wonder what they're going to go to for perth cup day if it's at five on maybe the plan to go to seven potentially yeah, maybe can they have a 16 horse field seven yeah i think so yep yep yeah, that's good. Uh, it's going to be hot this week, though, isn't it? I think we've got 37 predicted today and mm. mid to low 30s until Sun cream weather. Yeah. 16 yeah. degrees of sun cream weather in all fairness. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the track is – it could end up a good three again on, on Saturday, just the way that the, the temperatures are tracking. So, um, but, yeah, five metres, usually a fair deck. And um, the thing with this day is, is the fields are sort of numbers-wise aren't too bad other than the feature. So – 
you know, numbers can create tempo. So hopefully that leads to some uh, some horses getting their opportunities. So race one, we kick off with the Own the Dream Maiden. This is for uh, it's a $50,000 maiden over the 1,400 metres. I thought Watch Me Rock was pretty good first up. Basically, three, four wide, no cover the entire. Um, still boxed on into second there on debut at Pinjarra. Playing Rio went under a very short quote in Albany, but um, has the consistency prior to that, and its lead-up trial was pretty good. So it comes up drawn well in four. There's a couple of others putting their hand up for a case. I, th- I didn't mind. The, I haven't minded the trials of first starter own the queen but she's going to be jumping from a wide draw on debut tommy thoughts on the maiden to kick things off yeah i was pretty keen on watch me rock um as you see whip whip watch me um and yeah as you said three off four wide pretty much the entire last start and went down to just story bell who's was knocking on the door of winning a maiden um now draws better finds a race with what looks like a decent amount of tempo especially with um the big field expect them to run along at a decent clip Mm. um so i'm half expecting midfield here to be the place to be um with cover and he's drawn kind of mid-pack so he should be able to find his way um off the fence and rolling into it um 240 is probably a little bit skinny yeah it's got in um it's been backed in Mm. this morning um the other one i didn't mind was alaskan um, at that price, I, I had a second pick, um, and it's come up fifteen dollars now with Brad Bet. Um, I was, I've lost my prices. I was about nine dollars Alaskan. I was quite sure. Watch me rock at two seventy. So, um, there. I think it'll be a Ridgeport, uh, Quinella in the race. Personally, so that's that's the way I'll lean at the minute. I'd love to see a little drift on Watch Me Rock to get involved. Take the current price. Yeah. Take the current price. But horses don't sit forward, Dave. We're not right. This loses the first. I'm going home. I won't be here, but I'll like <laughs> theoretically, <laughs> mentally, I'll be going home. So this is the only thing of the day that should, like, in my mind, just should just win. Like, so did you appreciate the purple three ten? Yeah, I took Brad's three ten. Yeah. Um, no one else obviously did because I think he moved it on mine, and no one else came for it after that. But um, yeah, I was pretty keen to follow this wherever it went. Uh, and I think Tommy's hit the nail on the head. There's good speed, but there's no like horses you like shit that could nick it that's nah, what you always worry nah. about in a maiden if saying he go forward and uh find some trouble so i think you're just paying for a, a nice even bit of luck with the ride i think the middle draw suits if you look at its trial before that over 950 didn't get out to the final 100 they were the so way. slow mm-hmm. yeah. slowest trial that's seen. what makes it even more impressive like mm-hmm. sometimes you look at trial times and you go no oh, not God, the time just how like in, how quick they oh, went yeah, to the corner yeah. like it was a genuine crawl just watch how it accelerated for pikey it was just really 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 impressive and that run first style like that's just and, and you it, don't do that. And hey. that, that run first up was very uh, top end speedish. Yeah, like they went quick early, quick middle, and for it to stick on because just the Dorabel come from yes. back and got got it's over a good horse swept over the top of them. But that was suited with the race shape, whereas and this horse was wide working last on speed. As well. It wasn't like it was stopping on. Like Jeez, it, was it was big. Pulling away from the, the rise to fourteen. There is nothing about this. It just that doesn't make sense. Um, and the the thing is, Mitchy Pateman had one in that. Um, it's got big wraps on it. It's that three deep no cover the trip. This was four deep no cover the trip, and it beat it uncomfortably. It's like, think yeah, so. I think it's, it's a. Stronger it's maiden. On, uh, it's in on Sunday. Oh, okay, yeah. there you go. Um, yeah, this is a this is a, a weaker maiden, and uh, it's got race experience. And Barry Nine loses Pikey, but Chris is riding well, so we'll back him in. And yeah, I'm a dollar ninety. I could have marked this a dollar fifty. I reckon. Yeah, I'm keen. Look yeah. for me. Search for me if this yeah. if it gets beaten. Yeah. Just a little. Just a little text. 
Are you okay? So you might not be okay enough to ask me <laughs> if I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. So we're all keen on Watch Me Rock in the first. Good luck uh, to Own the Queen as well. A friend of mine uh, has a share in that horse. I thought the trials were absolutely elite. Yeah. Elite, elite, elite. Um, yeah, Kyle's got a share in that. Fixed my mother's car yesterday. She decided to play bumper cars with a few curbs. Um, but we might need to wait for it to draw a gate. Okay. Yes. And also, uh, Group one, Greg Brown, Travis Murray, yes. Joe Pine. I think they're all, those all mates. Boys, they're, they're all going yeah. to the yeah. They're think, all going to um, to thinking. So it's in, it's here. it's good timing because Own the Queen was the uh, so Greg Brown and his mother had a team in the Own the Dream competition and they won it and the money they got uh, out of uh, or the voucher they got they used to purchase Own the Queen. So it would be quite fitting if it won the Own the Dream maiden on debut. One last thing. Just want to mention a horse called the Final Bell, the first starter from the Luke Fernie yard. One hundred and eighty thousand dollar yearling is from. Uh, so the mother, of course, is the dam of Mississippi Delta, Battle Emblem, and Elite Bell. So some serious pedigree there for the Final Bell. Not too, not sure what to make of the trials and is drawn wide for Luke Campbell on debut, but. Uh, expensive yielding and uh, with the pedigree, so just to watch there on the final bell. Wonder Great. if Luke, because I saw that the only owner is LK. Yes, I wonder if he's just said, you know what, mm. things are going well at the moment. I might skip this one myself. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if that's Maybe. the case. I hope it goes well for him. Race two is the TBWA, the Thoroughbred Breeders WA West Speed Platinum Plate. For the two-year-olds over the 1,000 metres, the current favourite is Sinful Living from the Dan and Ben Pierce stable. Uh, on debut, ran second with William Pike on board. Uh, looks like it's going to roll forward as it has done in its trials and on race day. Street Band is coming back after uh, for a third run for the preparation. Did go back to the trials, 400-metre trials with some blinkers on. The blinkers are applied, so that's an interesting um Interesting uh, change there for Street Band when most probably thought we'd probably go for a spell. And West Star is $175,000 yearling uh, from Simon A. Miller with Chris Parnham on board. Trials have been good, looks green, but gifted. Has to jump from barrier nine though, Terry. Yeah, look, I don't like backing two-year-olds on Betfair because I think the market knows more than me, so we've got to play early. And the ones I wanted to play have been absolutely walloped. So I'm, I'm not a lot disappointed about that now, to be honest with you, because I was guessing a little bit. But, uh, yeah, Brad went up high for Sinful Living. I didn't take that, unfortunately, which I wish I did now. Um, I think uh, I like race experience. I think it'll jump. Should lead at worst breeze. Uh, cop some pressure on debut. Thought it stuck on nicely. I thought Street Band had a chance to maybe take another half length off it late. Um, but in saying that, Street Band does get the shades on. Did go back to the trials Monday for a 400-metre hit out, and it looked real mature with those, trial, uh, with those shades on. So I think it can it can stalk them. At the current prices, it's probably better value yeah, um, than simple living. But the thing is I've liked the trial of cash flow. I've liked the time of the trial of West Star. Aesthetically, I wasn't as sure about it. And the fact it's jumping from the widest, it's an easy leave at that price. Um, and then I really thought Ant's Pants Baby and Noah Quilty, uh, Noah Quintilly were both really good runs uh, in their trials as well. Very hard to line up. Um, market now looks very much like mine. So I'll – I'll just stay at this point in time. But I was hoping to back Sinful Living. But again, if, if it drifts, I don't want to be on. Right? Mm. That's the whole point. I, I trust the late 
betting moves more than my own mind. I can I can bet into an early market because I'm just taking on a trader. You know, I'm taking on an individual or multiple individuals. But if I'm betting late on Betfair, I'm taking on the market and I think the market will know more than me. Does that yeah. make sense? Yes. Thank I you. mean, Sifu Living 310, West Star 340, Street Band with race experience, Gate 4, blinkers on. It just looks value to me. Well, one more thing I'll say is I marked Street Band 420 and I thought I'm not going to see that. Like I actually thought, and that's always a thing, if you think that to yourself, I thought if I actually thought if I got 420, just save, just chop on it and, and make Sinful Living a result. Like some reason I expected I'd see the better price about. Um, so, yeah, I, I it does look value. Yes. Tommy. Um, I didn't mark the race just purely because oh, I just found it too difficult. Um, it's a bit of guesswork, isn't it? It is a massive amount you're of guesswork. You've got two different trials. You've got the race form of um, of Simple Living and Street Band, um, and then you've got the well, we got three different trials actually. Yeah, it just it was an easy like Street Band. I think I've said this last time. I'll say it again. I think Street Band will be one of the best two year olds we have come April, if it does hang around or go out and come back in that time. Um, I think it'll be a Karakata horse. Might not win it, but it'll be very very close. Do you think it'll be a Guineas horse? Uh, potentially, but I swear Snuggle um, yeah. produces speed. Speed, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's a horse that is going to be a better 1,200-metre horse. Um, so, yeah, like 440 is probably good enough, but I'm just not going to – it's definitely not one I'll be looking to play early um, if I'm desperate come Saturday. So that's it'll be the It'll be the one I'd probably back, and even a horse like – we try to pronounce it for it. What is it? Noah Quintilli. Mm. Um, I didn't mind the trial of that. Again, going to be better over further, but um, I thought it was professional enough late, especially when it knuckled down. So, um, yeah, I'm not overly keen on anything in this race in particular. Yeah, I, I like Street Band. Uh, just just for the breeding buffs out there, Ants Pants Baby is a half to Eeyore Ways. Cash Flow, who I like quite like, actually I like both their trials, Ants, Pants, Baby, and Cash Flow. Mm. Uh, it's a half and a stable mate to playing games from Merrill Haley Yard. And um, Overdrive is a playing god full to Lord Help Me Run, who was a very good horse in his day. You so. know what's funny with Overdrive? So we haven't even discussed that horse. It'll mm. go around whatever it's going to go around. It was really, I thought it traveled and looked really nice in its trial, and it beat the third horse by a fair margin. The horse that beat it home in the trial, we don't know how good it is. That yeah. could be a star and it could have run into a real good one and say that wasn't in the trial. It wins that trial by three. Instead of it being 25 bucks here, it's, it's probably $8. Mm. So, yeah, it's very hard um, to bet into these race with confidence. Um, I, I just like to take flyers at the early prices on opinions. Yeah. Uh, for me, I, I like Street Man in this. I think the 440 comparatively is value. And I wouldn't – I'll probably have something small on Ants, Pants, Baby. You like the trials. Uh, Mitchell Pateman gets him gets him to run. Uh, I think it can sort of roll forward from that gate. It might be a, a silly price come come bounce down. Do you like the the name? Ants pants baby. Yeah, yeah. Don't mind it. It's good. Yeah, it's got a bit of pizzazz about it, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. Of, owned, um, owned by uh, JT Warwick, Justin Warwick. So um, pretty successful colours. Those ones that it's going to be going around in. Any more to say on this one, Tommy? Ah, uh, that's. I think I said it too much. All right. Race three is the Westbead Platinum Size Stakes for the three-year-olds over 1,200 metres. Snippy Witch went into basically everyone in the nation's black book first up there two weeks ago over the 1,000 metres behind Final Siren. Um, the market's found it to uh, 
this morning, currently 270. A um, couple others making appeal, leading Taddy on the quick backup after running into a couple of smart ones last Saturday. Snippy, which I guess the sticking point is map and one. Does this, uh, will this map work out for him on Saturday? Uh, yeah, potentially. Market's bang on here. This is a race I just don't like at all. Like, you can't, you can't really back Durant at the moment. Like, the, the yard is just, and it's been so long they're battling for. And it's, they've got, for me, I still, like, I'm a very big Clint Johnston Porter fan, obviously. I think he, they've got, they're very lucky that they signed him up early and he's hardly yard and he rides for them pretty much exclusively. Um, when well, first choice, I guess. Um, but it, it's hard to come at one that's it's two dollars seventy from that yard at the minute. So um, I've got it a favourite, uh, leading Taddy second favourite. But again, leading Taddy's fourteen hundred down to the twelve hundred. I'd love, I'd love to them to come out with real intent with leading Taddy and try and lead with the shades on. But it hasn't actually stepped all that well at its last couple. So whether they have that in their mind, I don't know. Um, King Cartel was okay, but Snippy Witch was a better run last yep. start. So it, it's very hard to come at King Cartel with, with Snippy Witch being probably a length, length and a half better run. Rocket Juice draws a gate. That would have been me each way mm. probably, but it hasn't. So I can't consider it that price. Uh, happy as Larry Fresh from a yard I don't really trust. Um, it's capable of winning this, definitely, but mm, not sure. Bonnie Rock, where does it get to? It's pretty plain last start, I thought, and the others. Tough to have. Um, song Story. BJ, you're looking at me. I reckon it's, it's, it's this is a bad race. This is a bad, this is race. A bad race. And drawn three, McGrath. I'm, I'm not being an owner here. I reckon I yeah. might just enjoy being an owner. I reckon he's gonna. It's gonna get a chance. He's you're gonna, gonna sing, get his chance. gonna sing from the rafters. Oh yeah. You're gonna read the book. If this salute the book of hymns. Yeah. Uh, song story. Uh, our own the dream syndicate is is a shareholder in. Uh, it's been racing pretty well down in Albany for uh, old SJ Wolf there and drawn three, McGrady on board. I think he's going to go around a silly price in an average field, I think. Tom? I'm King Cartel favourite. Mm. Yeah, okay. Um, I thought first up unsuited at 1,000, as was Snippy Witch, so it's hard to, from that point of view, go, oh, that's why it wasn't as good a run. Um, but I think that lasts, in particular, 50 metres, but even 100, I feel like they kind of levelled out. And if you'll pass the line, like King Cartel, it's annoying because the camera on the normal view flips to the crowd. But King Cartel's got it covered past the line. Like it finds another gear. I think the map suits a whole lot better here. Do you reckon King Cartel leads? No. It could have led the other day. Like it- I don't think it does. I think in their mind it's better Not with lead. cover yeah. and just being able to come out and get it, have a crack at them instead mm. of having to toe them up. Because um, like if you look back at last prep, so when it won that um, – Won the 1,200-meter race at Belmont. It did exactly that. So it towed them up, peeled off their back, and then like kind of leveled out with them for 100 meters and then just trucked past them. Mm. And then the next start, it let them up or sat in the breeze. Mm. And then it's like tried to do that and had a lot of good men come off its back um, and go past it. So I think in their mind, they're happy to sit here, especially drawing well mm. where your hand's not forced. You can kind of let the speed come out and naturally form itself and you, um, you tow it. So I was... What price? I was three seventy King Cartel, um, and that's that's the way I'll be heading here. I'm yeah, reasonably bet. confident that that's, it's the winner. You know what that is, BJ? That's good form. Mm. That's very good confident uh, form. I wrote that exact same note. Is late was King Cartel going with um, Snippy Witch? I actually made that exact same note. So and if you look at the improvement last campaign, it was well thought of. Um, King Cartel, yeah. and then uh, second up, it came out and got the job done at, at quite a big price of a more special who would be 
probably very hard to beat in, in this type of field. Road so. was third, I believe. Yeah. 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 So, like, yeah. It's very, very good form reference. Very good form reference. So, um, yeah, I, I love picking up what you're putting down there, Tommy. Yeah. Yeah, especially with Snippy Witch at 270, just, uh, I don't know, I, I can't be on that. Uh, you're not going to be on the Snippy Witch Super Session double, double. at eight bucks or something? <laughs> it's due, it's due. Jeez. Uh, and even lead, leading Taddy at 370, I, I don't think I mm. need to get in, involved in that. So King Cartel, uh, Spec Song Story, Rocket Juice, I really like the way he hit the line the other day. Uh, Stevie this P. It's 125k race. Yeah. Shit, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stevie, and, Stevie and Neville are just- Christmas is coming early for one of those. Stevie and Neville are just killing us. So uh, no surprise there, but yeah. I'm with you, Tommy. I think, I actually thought that could be really positive, but if they don't, if they if they land, say, 1-1, one, one, that kind of leaves Snippy Witch three back the fence. Uh, kind of need a bit to go right from there. Um, King Cartel rolling on the corner, pinches a break. It's going to um, – Sippy Witch is going to have to get busy late to run it down. So, yeah, 100%. Um, I think the map is against and the price is against Sippy Witch at the moment. So We sometimes sit down and St. Crips says often when we do the podcast and you like to learn things as you go mm. or sort of, I don't know, maybe have an opinion reinforced or whatnot and that's, that's my moment. That's my shining moment. I'm with Tommy. Yeah, I, guess I stand with Tommy. You've, I have no you've, already logged in, you've already logged in knocked off his price. Mate, I have no – I actually – I don't know who the money's going to come for. That's the problem, me saying this. But, geez, it was a drift a big time last uh, last campaign second up. So, I'm not sure if the 550 is peak price. I'm not starting $7. Yeah, so. I just can't see where the money comes, though. Who's going to? Leading Taddy. I think it'll be rough. Off seven I think, days. I think the money yep. will come for leading Taddy. No, I can I see think that like Rocket Juice will even be supported despite yep. the bad barrier. Yep. I would probably hold firm around that $8 because that's probably as short as it can be. But, like, you can't have every horse starting – Short here, like the market's got to move somewhere. Mm-hmm. I think if leading Taddy starts around three twenty ish, um, and Snippy Witch, I think will start around three. I think they'll be close to equal favourites come start time. Um, I think it's likely we see seven dollars for King Cartel. Giddy up, in and out. This is good. I like this. Mm. This is good form. Quality. Is there a good form emoji or what do you call it? <laughs> <laughs> what what, can, what, what do you reckon? Use, yeah. um, correct. Give him the correct one. Yeah, well done. Good work, Tommy. Oh, there's a winner one. Yeah. Oh, we should use We that. can't. Use yeah, it's too late. Yeah. Right. That, that'd be like the early crow, though, wouldn't it? Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Massive. I, it doesn't matter if he loses. He's just done good form. Yeah. He's already won. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and he hasn't put a bet down yet. Yeah. No. Doesn't need to. Yeah. Why? Doesn't need to. <laughs> He's just spoken well. <laughs> Race four is the West Speed Platinum Mile, 1600 metres. This uh, got scaled to, it's actually a 63 plus. So, not on Smile. Blinkers on, seven-day backup, three-wide no cover the entire last Saturday and kept coming to the line. Uh, it's not a race of hard luck, is it? Oof, it? Looks hard to beat from the low draw. Black Spirit was pretty brave, I thought. It's on the quick backup as well. Megami comes out of the same race and plays with fire. Pike Special to win the West Speed final a couple of weeks ago is going to need plenty to go right from gate 12 gents. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty keen to take on the West Speed form. I just don't know if it's very good. They're all finishing alongside each other and there's some pretty ordinary ones in there. So, um, geez, that takes out quite a few of them. Forever Dreaming, Civvy Street, Climb on Top. Here for checks, especially from the gate, plays with firearms significantly longer than that. So that takes out half the field and half the market as well, which is is pretty easy. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm – I reckon that the three I want to focus on, Megami's probably on or below my price now. So off seven days, I do like it, but it's a hard horse to handle. You want? I'm surprised Chris has actually jumped off to ride uh, plays with fire. I think Megami's a significantly better chance. 
Um, but the two that make sense are nod and smile, as you mentioned earlier, blinkers on. The key here is because you've got Royal Gap mm. here for checks and uh, Black Spirit drawn outside. Yeah, the key here is to go in with real intent. I think um, let's lead this race. Let's let's use our barrier. Let's hold the top. I think that Royal Gap and here for checks will both look for spots if there's enough intent from Black Spirit and, and nod and smile. But you know that Kesh is going to come out with proper intent on Black Spirit. So to hold the top, you're going to have to have proper intent um, and then Kesh will say, okay, I'll, I'll accept the breeze and yeah. that should leave a gap for probably Stevie to pop in with Royal Gap potentially behind him um, and Carberry might have to lead up the three-wide line on on here for checks. But um, I'm worried. I'm worried that it gets crossed and, and that's not how it's going to do its best racing. But last time the Blinkers went on, it won a race by nine lengths and came out and ran second behind Mahalia over 1,800 um, in a 66-plus, roughly 60-plus. So it, it – all looks points. ready, doesn't it? Yeah, it, it does look ready. exactly right. Looks looks very ready. So um, yeah, I think Nod and Smile's hard to beat. And I think the biggest danger, if if it does get crossed and they all start um they all start going up and down to the one spot later, is Lord Gannicus. Um it's 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 flying at the moment, Lord Gannicus. Hasn't copped any luck uh with the barrier draw or finding tracks where you can make any ground. Um it's actually got the capabilities of jumping and landing really close. I think it can land one one or two one here. Uh, Rachel King's obviously a, a big name jock. We saw Williams, Oliver, and Lane all win last week. So we're saying the I think they won uh, six of the nine races. Yep. So we're saying the the interstate has come across and and go extremely well, especially in the absence of William Pike. He's too busy doing roaming, roaming Willie. <laughs> oh, roaming Willie. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Couple of awkward moments in roaming Willie. But actually, I, I didn't mind it. I haven't watched it yet. Uh, yeah, it. yeah, roaming Willie. Yeah. yeah. Usually get in trouble for roaming. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Roaming, um, roaming Willie, that's yeah. great. You can't yeah. get away with roaming Willie usually. <laughs> um, but they're the two I, I really want to focus on. I was $3.80 on Smile and about 5 bucks, Lord Gannicus. So very happy to Dutch that pair, just win only and see how we go. I like Nod and Smile, uh, and I believe that you'll see sharp improvement with McGrady going on Export Man. Uh, Alan Kennedy rode him, started favourite uh, first up at Albany the other day, and he can be a very casual horse. And I think that, and I think casual horse and a casual jockey, and I think that they sort of paired up to sort of dawdle out the gates and get a long way out of, out of their ground. But Sean back on, he knows him, knows him inside out. Uh, this grade, Export Man's form last last prep was against better horses than this, so he's going to go around at a big price, and I think I think he can he can run. Top three at odds. So I think Nod and Smile is the go. I think you win, but don't be surprised if the export man, man exceeds expectations. They will make Nod and Smile as if money is going out of fashion, I reckon. Mm. I tend to agree. I'm not on Nod and Smile. I was $6.80. Mm -hmm. um, so the move that's come, the is it a move or was it just the markets? Which one for? Nod and Smile. Open seven fifty. Open seven fifty with Brad, well, but where yeah, everywhere else. Got everywhere up. else, I think on about five fifty. So yeah, okay. it's a little move, but not as significant as that. Yeah. So I was Black Spirit equal favourite with Lord Gannicus. Um, just I thought, yeah. Again, you, I think you summarised it perfectly that that West Speed form's just not the same, anywhere near the same as what that Let's Steal Billy Ray form will be, um, and any of the other ratings form. Um, I was eighteen dollars plays with fire. And I thought I was, I thought I was fair. Yeah, um, yeah. You I are just, fair, Tom. I th yeah, I think Black Spirit jumped extremely well last start, 
It did. It did. I don't like, think it's began like that for a while. That's, that's genuinely pinged up. Tell you what, Cash is a real good apprentice at getting horses and he shows real good intent. He yeah. goes in there with the mindset like I lead like, and yeah, and he just goes bang. Which is what I think he'll do here. Not in smiles, not a, a big jumper and then like just naturally find the front. So I went back and did, so I'm just going to, I did all of its replays, right? And watched the first. And when it had the blinkers applied for the first time, it jumped real well. Second so I'm hoping that- It's okay though. Yeah. So I'm hoping that sharpens, um, sharpens him up with the right intent. But yes, I do agree with that. Yes, that's that's my concern, BJ. Because like, if you look at the 1800, that next start, yeah, I knew I was drawn wide, but if you I reckon if you saw the head-on footage, it's jumped genuinely midfield. But it was just lucky it's had that wide gate where it could fully ping out and come around him. But as BJ so, just said as well, Black Spirit doesn't usually jump that well. So is it always so its last jump? Are we going to look at that and go, this is going to continue to happen? Or are we going to say, well, that was just the fact that it has just timed it to a T and mm. gone bang? Um, yeah. Is that going to continue to occur? That's the, oh, yeah. that's the question. But that's that's definitely my – if Black Spirit wasn't in this race, the uh, confidence levels for Nod and Smile would be through the roof. Yeah, mm. for sure. Um yeah, I'm like those three are quite, quite clear in my mind. Even Megami's like right there. I'm at the high high nines, but compared to the rest, that's right in my market. Um, so that's kind of the way I'll go. Uh, especially like it'd be good to get a, a read in the first three races on how this track is playing. Um, if it does look completely fair, you can bet with confidence. I think, especially if they're leading from the front, um, I expect Black Spirit and Not and Small to be giving a good kick. Um, just at the price differential, I think Black Spirits. Um, Good each way, or not even each way, just just a good win bet at seven fifty eight dollars. I think there's an easterly, isn't there? Southerly, when I looked, yes, easterly, southeasterly. Yeah, I think it's definitely safer to allow for the on-speed goer. That's for sure. But if it is playing that particular way with four pretty quick horses in the race, there'll even be more intent. Well, there should be more intent. So should be. Yeah. All right, let's take a break. Because, Terry, Tommy, it is mastermind time. BJ, it is now time for the Mundaring Hotels WA Racing Mastermind competition. That is correct, Guru. The Mundaring has been the heart of the hills since 1899, the land of Yonga Lass, located in Jacoby Street. Mundaring, if you get a chance, make sure you drop in and see the public and enjoy this hot weather out on Butchie's Big deck. That's Ian Butchie O'Connor. Say good day. Let him know that you listen to the one-one, of course. And uh, after we uh, had to abort last Thursday's Mastermind, mm. they're back. It's Chris Parnham versus Jay Rooney. Chris Parnham going for a fourth straight victory, having knocked off James Jimmy Stewart last start. So let's bring the fellas in. Welcome back, our current Mastermind, Chris Parnham. Hello, Chris. Hey boys, how are you? Very well. You you won the ATA stakes yesterday by Queen Alina. Congratulations. And you'll be partnering her in the Perth Cup on New Year's Day? Yeah, thank you. Uh, at this stage, it will be, yeah. So looking forward to that. She's in form. So, yeah, hopefully we can add another cup. Yes. So is it just the one for you, Nerf Boss? Is that right? Yeah, just Nerf Boss, yeah. Nerf Boss, okay. So that was a stirring battle down the oh, straight, wasn't it, BJ? Race. Nerf Boss can truly great. Yeah, I just remember <laughs> how much I had on truly great, I think, months in advance. Do you know the irony in that, Chris, is because you rode um, truly, truly great. great to win the – and that's the picture, I think, on yeah. their uh, WWA website. 
Uh, on on Chris, you rode truly great to win the northerly, yeah, which effectively gave it too much weight, and I backed it for the Perth Cup pre northerly to win the northerly. So yeah, that's actually really good when you think about it. Just the so you got a bone to pick with Chris? I got bones. Yeah. I, got bones. <laughs> I got bones to pick with everyone. So yeah, I'm a uh, yeah, I'm a bone I picker. with you at the hundred, but I knew you were on the future. So. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Chris lifted it over the line. That's a, tough uh, time. a big smile on his bets. face too. Every time I see Peter Hall, the Manting Yard, yeah. he always uh, he always reminds me of um, when he got past uh, action on Star Exhibit. He finds that a tremendous story that I did my ass. Yeah, I didn't enjoy uh, that too much. Either, yeah, not actually. many people did actually. <laughs> Lights, camera, and action. Very good. Yeah, hey, yeah. so Chris is going for four. Of co- of course, if you win five in a row, you are on our. You get to go into our Mastermind Hall of Fame. Mm. So at the moment, the Hall of Fame consists of one Toby Dunn and two Jay Rooney. And Jay Rooney, one of the gatekeepers for the Hall of Fame, is back to attempt to deny Chris a fourth straight victory. Jay, welcome back to the show. G'day, guys. Hope you're all going well. Very well. Um, now, Jay, they tell me that uh, you might be leaving us here in Western Australia and embarking on a trip to uh, Hong Kong with your wife and two kids and work for the South China Morning Post covering the horse racing at Sha Tin and Happy Valley. Is that true? Yeah, so I'd leave that as an exclusive for the 1-1 one, one pod. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, heading off in, um, well, I'll, I'll be finishing up the West in um, just under three weeks and, um, yeah, hopefully getting up there uh, sometime in February. That's exciting it, stuff. How That's exciting. Ex- I think the big question that a lot of people want to know, congratulations, by the way, yeah, Jay, but I think the awesome. big question a lot of people want to know is um, will there be a Hong Kong tinny of the week? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to find some craft beer up there some, mm. somewhere, somewhere. Hundred percent. I'm, I'm giving giving up a steady supply of freebies to, to uh, go up there. So um, I hope you wrote that yeah. into your. Uh, I hope you wrote that into your contract, Jay. Hey, in, in all in yeah, all seriousness, yeah. though, uh, from everyone here at the One One and the WA Racing public in general, congratulations! What a what a fantastic. Um, you know, uh, journey for you and your family to go on to Hong Kong, cover the, the the big time racing up there, and we're pumped for you, mate. Thanks, mate. Yeah, should be should be exciting. Um, you know, I've been doing the same thing for uh, fifteen years here now, so it's um, yeah, time for a, a new challenge. And this came up, and um, yeah, pretty excited to, to see what unfolds. Very good. All right. Well. Uh, okay, let's get rolling into this mastermind. It's a it's a big clash here. Chris Parnham versus Jay Rooney. Chris, Jay, you know how to play. Your names are your buzzers. And to be crowned this week's mastermind, you'll need to be the first to answer three questions correctly. Terry. This is going to be a hot one today, BJ. Yeah. I reckon this is going to be – I reckon I'm barely going to get a word out. Okay. Answer. Yeah. We'll be through. <laughs> uh, all right, what do we got? Challenger. Feels feels harsh calling Jay the challenger, considering his success rate, but that's what he is at this point in time. Jay, challenger, are you ready? Yeah, let's go. Uh, Chris Parnham, are you ready? I'm ready to go. Oh, I should have said mastermind, shouldn't I? It's been a long day. Uh, three, two, one. All right, I've only half written this, so it's <laughs> interesting. Uh, who am I? Uh, amazingly, I never missed a place in my 19 start career, which ended in June of 2019. I won from a distance range range of 1,200 up to 2,100 metres. 
William Pike rode me for the majority of my career. Though Glenn Smith and Chris Parnham did have a sit. My victories included an Asian bow, a Strickland, a Belmont Sprint, a Railway Stakes, a Ted. Jay, Jay Rooney. Elite Bell. And. Oh, sorry. Oh. Chris for the steal. Galaxy Star. Ah, that's the one. And how, how's it for a statistic, Chris? What and a horse. How's this? So it's 19 starts, 13 wins, five seconds, and a third. The one time you rode it, Chris, was that third, but it was the only time it went around at a big price because that was in the uh, wait for age northerly against um, the good horse. How's that? Very good. Isn't yeah, that incredible? So you basically maximised all you could out of the horse. Isn't that an incredible Katie statistic? Queen, yes. Yes. 19 starts, never unplaced. She was a ripper. I was unaware of that till I looked into that. She was a very, yeah. very good horse, that incredible. one. Incredible. Chris yeah. is off the mark. Back when the recent yeah. White used to go fast. It's a recent White. All right. Question, next question. Here we go. What was the original name and distance of the Van Hemp Stakes? Chris. Chris. Uh, the CB Cox Stakes, 2,400 metres. <laughs> Deary Two me. nil. This is shades on. Deary me. Jay's getting the rust out. He's shaking it out. <laughs> Have a shake, Jay. We'll give you a sec. Have a shake. He's got Hong Kong on his mind. He sure does. He's singing about the Hong Kong mastermind. <laughs> All right. Next question. What trainer... Saddling up a Van Hempst Stakes runner this Saturday was also a Van Hempst Stakes winning jockey. Jay. Jay. Alana Williams. Correct. Alana Williams, known then as Alana Sansom, she won in the year 2000 aboard Old Money, 47 and a half kilos as a three-year-old filly. Wow. Very, yeah, she was a star. All right, 2-1. I haven't been 47 and a half since I was three. <laughs> good question, by the way, BJ. You got a point for that one too. Thank you. Yeah, Thank where's you. the tick button? Good one. Oh, very good. No, it's okay. All right, 2-1 to Chris. Name the two Eastern States Raiders Marachino defeated in last year's Van Hempst. Oh, I know one of them. Okay. Chris. Ironclad and Steinem. Ah. Hey, he's done it. There you go. Which, bang, one, which bang, one could you bang, think of? Bang. Which one were you struggling to think of? Ironclad. Uh, Ironclad. Yeah, yeah, me too. Steinem <laughs> came to me straight away. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I knew Steinem and then I went, oh, no, Ironclad. Mm. Oh, if McCauley was uh, commentating, be gold, 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 <laughs> gold for Chris Parnham. That's Parnham. Parnham. <laughs> <laughs> That's for on the trot. Congratulations, Chris. Toby Dunn awaits. Incredible stuff. For the Hall of Fame. Next on on our last episode before our break, that'll be on Perth Cup episode of the 1-1. So, Chris, congratulations, mate. That's four straight. That's $400 you got to torch up at Butchie's Pub up there at the Mundaring. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. I'm still waiting for the vouchers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought I'd send you all, all at once. I knew you'd be on a run. So, uh, no, that's cool, mate. Uh, congratulations again. Now you've got to shoot off to Bunbury to, to ride today. So best of luck there and we'll be in touch on our Perth Cup edition next week where you shoot for five straight against Toby Dunn. Well done. Yeah, cool. And also just um, I, didn't, I wasn't aware of the news about Jay, so congrats, mate. All the best. Thanks, Brian. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, once again, we'll let you go, Chris. But once again, Jay, from everyone here at the 1-1, all the best to you and your family. Awesome Hong stuff. Kong Adventures from February onwards. You're going to be missed here uh, in, uh, in WA Racing and you've contributed a lot. So thanks again.
Thanks, guys, and all the best uh, up against Toby Pun. <laughs> run for his money, eh? <laughs> all right. Yeah. Okay. Well done, guys. Thank yeah. you. All right, Guru. It's on. Yeah, well, pretty dominant. Yeah. Yeah, a few cobwebs there. That that first one for Jay, that was a uh, half volley, I reckon, when he's at his best. Yeah. You know, that goes through cover, but he clearly uh, – yeah, clearly uh, he's already he's already moved on yeah, to Marrera and got Burton the, and yeah. uh, is Hong Kong yeah. in the northern hemisphere? Uh, How's your geography? No, I think it's just in the southern. It's, oh, okay, it's just. I was going to make a comment about he's already his mind's already in the northern hemisphere, but yeah, his mind's be. already in the Asian continent. Yeah, anyway. he's uh, yeah. So he's finishing up in Jan and then he's off in Feb. So oh, um, so changing the guard there at the racing department. Where's Cameron getting his job back? Yeah, uh, great question. Great question. Does Lockie need another job? <laughs> we don't see enough of Lockie. So it'd, be, it'd be nice to hear a little bit more from him. So, uh, yeah. Shout out to Actually, Lockie. You know who it probably will be. You're probably going to call the big gun up from Bunbury. Sonny's apprenticeship. Justin. Yeah, it's Frizz time. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's Frizz o'clock. It has to be, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, well, if the powers of B have, the uh, have any pull over there at the West, mm. then no doubt. Uh, award winning. Award winning. Yeah. It's Frizz time. Yeah. But uh, no, that is the Mundaring Hotel Mastermind done for episode 174. Chris Parnham was our winner, 3-1, and now he will be chasing five straight. A place in the Hall of Fame, Mount Rushmore, who'll be taking on Toby Dunn on next week's Perth Cup Day edition of the 1 1. Okay, Pantas, we are back with race five, the West Speed Platinum Sprint. This is the 72 plus over the 1400 metres, and the two at the top of the market. Uh, number three, Valency, coming out of the Phillies and Mares, the Black Type Phillies and Mares series. And number six, Gift of the Heart, Roy Rogers, Matty Derrick on the quick backup after running second to count the sessions last Saturday. Wasn't it good to see one of Roy's kick like mm. that? You know, I haven't seen one of Roy's kick like that for years. So, nah, almost 12 months to the day, I reckon. Yeah, <laughs> I was just, uh, yeah, I was really, I was actually happier that count the sessions beat at home. Let's clarify that. But um, they've cleared out from the third mm. horse as well. I don't think it was a super strong 66 plus, but uh, rated well though. Yeah, it did. Yeah, rated well. Um, numbers are a bull shite a lot of the time. But it did rate extremely well. And they they tend to rate really well when they clear out from yeah. um, other horses as well. Um, bit surprised. I understand with 125 grand on offer and a really suitable race in all fairness. I understand why. But bit surprised to see a horse second up off three months um, on, on seven days, especially traveling to Albany twice, unless it's stayed here for the week that I don't know about. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's definitely a query. But um, Valency clearly brings the best form to this race. Um, the jungle, Mist and Dawn and all the jungles, BJ. Yeah, um, it's good form. Yeah, it's real good form. Yeah, um, yeah just really good, honest form. And even, even prior remember. to that, the race – that where she's run eighth of eleventh behind beads, yeah, two point four lengths had no luck at all. So, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Robin Lockwood has got Valency humming. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Second emergency in a winter bottom as well. Mm. So, um, actually, just, the first two emergencies in the winter bottom are in this as well. They certainly are. And I think one thing you can look at at this race is Corn Cop, for example, is ten some that's even nine fifty with some agencies. From barrier eleven with Vicky Corvon, hey, this this you wouldn't think this can win. So if it's nine or ten dollars in the field, that tells you we have a field really lacking depth here. Mm-hmm. So um, gift of the heart, I think, can cross uh, all this very very ordinary speed in this race. And if gift of the heart is 
right and even derives benefit from that first up run. Some of those horses like Whack and Tanker in two, Noble Knight in four, um, they, they're going to be proper roadblocks for Valency who's drawn well potentially and Gift of the Heart can kick off them, use them off the turn and um, with the 52 and a half on its back will be really hard to catch. So current market's bang on. I, I was hoping there was either some leeway for Valency or leeway for Gift of the Heart. I was three versus 390. It's basically it's, bang yeah. on. The market's basically bang on. I was hoping that one was – Sort of gift of the heart was five fifty and valency was two seventy or vice versa and I could have played one maybe saved for the other or just just played one and hoped for the best but uh, the markets found a, a pretty nice niche at the moment and I struggle to go much deeper actually I trade war is my third favourite mm. um, I think it looks a significantly better horse at Ascot but if valency is going to find trouble from three then you'd think trade war is going to find something similar from one Tommy is it trigger time I think so I'm favourite um, Roy. Ungifted. Roy! Roy! <laughs> um, so, yeah, just the setup. I thought what price, great. Harry? 350. Um, That's what they call you, Harry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought I struggled to see Valency winning without 10 out of 10 and gaps forming. Mm. Um, I thought even a horse like Cold Shizzle, like I was 630 Cold Shizzle, purely on it's flying. It's, it's last two really been well. great yeah. in um, 72 and 78 plus. Um, goes, up four, goes up four kilos, I think, doesn't it? Yeah. Days, yeah. Hey, but they've like, you've probably earned this it. It's four kilos harder. There's no Andes or upper limits or it's actually this race is, sorry, four kilos easier? Yeah. Yeah, this race is four kilos easier. Yeah. So, so I I was shorter. I think that $3 a place is a great bet. Like I'm, I'm $6.30 third pick, $18 fourth pick, um, which is trade war equal with Spruker. I was, they were pretty much bang on there in my market. Um, yeah, just Valency from three. They're going to be doing everything they can, I think, to stay off the fence. Um, likely trying to stay outside of trade war, I would imagine. Um, but Cold Chisel, I think, is the only one that can maybe get that flowing run into it and run on to try and catch Gift of the Heart unless Valency gets a great run through the middle of them. Mm. Um, so for me, uh, that's probably the way I'll play it is Gift of the Heart with a saver on Cold Chisel, even one by five, even the place just go heavy place on cold chisel um and i reckon i'm i'm reasonably confident that those three will gap the rest of them um with valency eventually getting out and getting a run through i don't see anything else that can win this race um with even luck i like Spin. yeah i like gift of the heart map weight uh, roy the roy, roy factor roy been a while uh looks a good setup doesn't it I think you guys summed it up. Balance is going to need a few things to fall into place. Cold Shizzle flying. There's no Starry Heights and uh, there's no Magnificent Andy in this. So the form is good. So I think you blokes have middled it. But for me, this is uh, this is Roy's moment. Gift of the heart. Lightweight. On speed. Let, let him catch you, I think. Bang. Yep. yep. Hopefully none of his owners turn up. Seems to be the good omen on for speed. Uh. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, yeah. Deary me. Mm. What a moment that was. It's great from the from the living room. Yeah, I pulled over on the drive back and from uh, down south. Anyway, reminiscing about Halatori in the day one by three. Good and Darren days. said how it was such a huge price over the line. <laughs> Thanks, Daz. Race six, the feature of the day. It's the Ted Van Hemst Stakes. Group two, $2,100, $300,000 uh, prize money on the table. Standard weight for age, only the six 
runners. We've got the visitors New Marion and Zoom on from two of the biggest stables in the land, Annabelle Nisham and Waterhouse Bot. They are here to compete, both talented. Of course, Zumon's had the lead-up run in the northerly. It wasn't too bad, I didn't think. Marachino chasing back-to-back victories in the Van Hemps, led throughout to win last year's edition. Troy Turner back on board. The Troy Turner Marachino stats are incredible. And then the current Perth Cup favourite, Casino 17, uh, not a bad run in the northerly as well, under the weight for age conditions. So only the six runners, but fascinating little field. Yeah, I couldn't get into this at all. Mm. Uh, I don't know enough about Numerian. Uh, first up off the plane and um, and zoom on, I thought was really good mm. in the northerly. Kept coming late, I think. Uh, a horse sort of um, got in front of Oliver and he sort of lost his fluency at about the seven 800. And going back through Zumon's form and Zumon's replays, it's best on speed anyway, but just on that particular day with the draw and the other speed engaged. So you have to look for a spot midfield. So... Um, very which simplistically, is, which is be, why Rachel King is here to yeah, write it. Yeah. Exactly right. Mm-hmm. So it should be Marichano leading Zimon Breeze, Numerian stalks them. Um, Star Trade's probably got the speed to even come across and look for a 1 1 type setup here what, in and, front of Casino 17. You think? Yeah, yeah, potentially. Yeah, I, th- I think that's that'll be the, the mindset. I mean, it depends what you're after. I mean, there's good prize money here with a $300,000 race for uh, running a hole. So maybe the best option for connections, uh, if they're looking to maximize prize money, might be to tag. Casino 17, hope the leaders overcook it a bit and uh, we can follow it into a top three or four mm. spot. Um, but, yeah, I think the market looks looks pretty accurate here. I, I reckon different jock I would have been on the Velvet Queen. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm surprised they've stuck with Paddy. Uh, I think that last ride in the northerly looked just like a, I don't know, he just looked like he gave up on a horse that was travelling nicely. And if you watch the head-on, he uses the stick when he's directly behind another horse. Like he's directly behind it. He didn't try to get out. He didn't try to ride it through the line. He just, I was just, I, I just, yeah, didn't think it was a great ride. I didn't think there was much care in the ride, to be honest with you. So I'm really surprised that Chris Parnham hasn't got his mount back there on the Velvet Queen. That's all. Yeah, I just th- I think he just I think he just felt like the, the it looked to me like the task was forlorn, so there wasn't really a lot. He, yeah, the he task could do. also had certain rocks cut like as they turned come across him. Why are you using and, the like, stick? Pushed then? him. Yeah, I know. But what, what do you gain out of the stick when you are completely boxed in? You're hitting the horse. The horse actually, in my mindset, and I could be completely wrong, but she's going to go. What do you want me to do? Why are you using that on me? What do you want me to do? What's your aim? What's your aim with this? Do you want me to jump it? Like just don't use a stick. On I know that's don't funny. use a stick. You don't, I, I hate it. Why like use stick? And then I think the stick will then lose its appeal in future uh, moments. Different jobs but have different moves. She, like you see, like did, a Joey she, or a Troy, they yeah. they use a stick on straightening. McGrady uses the stick yeah. a lot on straightening. That's fine. That everyone has it for their own. Like Pike will go through his gears and the sticks he's last. And I I think that's the best way to ride them. I, what, I, what I, I will like the, what I will say though is that she even though she hasn't had a lot of luck. She is running for Paddy, and that's what the connections will be. She runs for anyone, though. She's yeah. A horse that runs for anyone at any time. She's a yeah. good horse. Yeah. That's the thing. That's fine. But, I, they, but they, they, probably, they, probably needed a, they probably needed a Perth Cup commitment as well. Yeah. And maybe he was, uh, Paddy was the only one that can yep. commit, which, and, but 
It's got to turn. It's got to turn at some stage. No, no luck in the Listia. No luck in the railway. No luck in the Northerly. Uh, but if she gets the twenty-one, she yeah. can win this. She's real good. I, yeah. I, yeah, I've probably sounded a bit harsh there. I just, I was, yeah, I was just a bit on upon replay. As you know, it's one of my pet hates. I don't care yeah. what it is. Yeah, it's one like of my pet it. hates when we use a stick when you're you're in a pocket. I just don't understand what we're expecting from that. So, um, but yeah, fascinating, fascinating jockey bookings as well. I thought it might have been Clint or Pont on Casino Seventeen. Pont's ridden it in the past. Uh, I think there's a connection. Two. I think there's a connection there with the. And okay. the Noski family. Yep. yep. Cool. Yeah. Um, but you're going to think, what are we fascinated from a tactical point of view here is Casino 17's wins in those country cups. It was taking off at the 600 or 800 or whatever. Does Jared, who I think he rides that particular horse really well, mm. very strong hoop, um, does he put it into the race and turn it into a war with those four horses going at it from a long way out? Because that will suit Paddy Carvery and the Velvet Queen yeah. tremendously, you'd think, if it runs out at 2100. Yeah, I think she will. I think, I think she, she will. will. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and how slow does Marichino go in a six-horse field? I don't think that's slow. No, no that's the thing. He slow. won't go slow. They, they won't want to go too slow, but it won't be its usual plus six, seven that it's been doing in its last three or four or five. Well, that that will probably really suit Marichino, that he'll be able to go hard but not stupid. I think I think Turner back on eight rides, five wins. I think Turner back on is huge. Basically six. Take out take out that Flemington run. Yep. And then there's Second one more. Second by a pimple. One was, was it a three-year-old, right? Oh, 1,400 uh, or something. And it took a sit that day and it went super. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Every time it's led with Turner on, it's either it's either won well, or been beaten a limp. Yeah. Yeah, um, which was the case last year where Steinem went up to Marichino, eyeballed him, and Marichino is just like, not today, champion, and just swatted him, mm. swatted her away. So Is Zoom on better than Steinem? Yeah, was, see, the bet. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. I think- I think that's a great question. I think the best of Numerian is is, is better than all of them. Like he's two group one weight for age. Yeah, he's run second in May. Yeah, Doom and Cup in the Australian Cup, much, yeah. where he got beaten by Cascadian, who's a good horse. So uh, only won once since coming to Australia, but form against the best is is pretty good. So I think class wise, Numerian has an edge. Zumon's sort of a horse more on the way up though, so we don't really know his true capabilities just yet. Uh, but we, but we know what we know what Marichino was. If you want to get into a war with Marichino, you're going to come out second best. If yeah. these Eastern Staters want to win one, mm. like they're going to have to win this well to be major Perth Cup players because they're going to meet these horses so much worse. Casino 17 is going to get six kilos on both of them yeah. in, the, in the Perth Cup. And then you've got Be Optimistic, you've got all the ATA horses, like, and they're all going to be carrying very close to the 53 as well. Yeah. So it's the market's going to look very interesting. I know, I know the rules are for Group 2 handicaps that they need to uh, declare a, a minimum top weight of 59. But I think if you – I think for in future Perth Cups, Million Dollar Perth Cups, uh, they're – there only needs to be a top weight of 58. I think I think the 59 is excessive for a million-dollar race, group two handicap. Um, so I think they're they're both probably in a kilo heavy. But you're right. They're, they're- it's going to be – so that means if it's 53 to 59, 12, it would be a 97 plus. Mm. So, yeah, Velvet Queen will carry half kilo over if they continue on. They could drop back to the 1,800. They could. Do, depends on how she goes, yeah. But, yeah, they're, they're up. So I'd like to see her in a cup. I think – yeah, I think we need these weight for age horses to progress to the cup to to strengthen it up because the ATA yesterday, Black Fantasy's a good horse, Queen Elena's, you know, a tough, tough mare. Uh, behind that was Diamond Scene, who's a lower rated horse on the way up. Blazing Away is what, mid-80s, something like that on the way up. So we need this class to, to really uh, uh, stiffen up the $1 million Perth Cup on New Year's Day. But uh, just quickly, Carberry's won this race four times. 
Troy Turner has won this race four times. He's got, so they're both going for their fifth. And Grant and Alana Williams have won one, two, three, four, five, seven. Seven times they've won this race. How uh, many? How many without this race and what? Uh, zero would be my guess. Zero. All Cerise and White, all William Pike. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yes, so they've they've dominated this race, uh, the Team Williams, um, but no Bob Peters this year, which is a rarity. So it certainly is. Yeah. So all that being said, who wins? Tommy. Ah, uh, yeah. I was – I wanted to find Velvet Queen. I'm convinced that um, she'll run the trip. Um, it's just a matter of – I try to work out, like, how's it going to be run, who's going to be best suited because, like, six-horse field, it has to be it, – it's going to be tactical. It'll, it almost will just be most suited wins this. Like, there's not much ability between maybe five. Like, Star Trade might not be up to him at this stage in his career where, where he's at. Um, but I don't think there's a heap between the rest of them with how they're going – um, and you almost outlined it perfectly with Casino 17 making this a race from the 600. Um, in that small field, I reckon that's almost their mindset is go. Like, let's let's get them on the – like, be there on the corner um, almost with them or half length off them and try and just nail them. Mm-hmm. Um, the only issue is they've got a Perth Cup in 10 days' time. Mm. So whether or not you want to get into a war – at the 600 in a race that's more than likely still going to be run at benchmark. So going to be, I don't think it'll be run slow. Um, Definitely won't be run slow. I just, yeah, I don't know. But the way I looked at it was if that happens, that the Velvet Queen from one's going to get that opportunity, I hope, just to come off and go around them and then get last crack at them. 100%. And if they're all, like, if they're all just going at the same speed and they're fighting it out, it with the sit on them, being able to get that toe into the race and then just peel off them, I get the feeling might just go... Bang. See you later. Yeah. Alligator. So that's that's the way I think I'll be able to, like, what, what does the market do with it? Like, I wouldn't be surprised if it starts $15 bare fare. Mm. Like, yeah, it could, it could start anything. I, I think the hard part is three proven weight for age, well, proven, three proven, three horses weighted for weight for age conditions, rated for weight for age conditions, mm. um, controlling the race on speed. I think it's a very obvious map. As I said, you've got leader breeze, sit on the back, very good horse to get past them, even if the pressure does come early because they all look like they wouldn't mind that pressure and mm. absorbing that pressure and getting into a bit of a war late. So the Velvet Queen's going to have to track up nicely. She did not really travel. I think it was the eight to the six, six to the four. She didn't travel for a few strides there. I don't think she can let them get away from her um, because none of them are going to be dead stopping. I wouldn't have thought if one of them stops, the other ones won't. Um, so it wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me if it's almost a one, two, three uh, box trifecta here. Yeah, I'm 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 leaning leader Marichino or last crack Velvet Queen. I think that's the way I'm looking at this race at the moment. Mm-hmm. So either Marichino turns up at his best and just pummels them into the ground, or they all um, knock each other out on speed and Velvet Queen gets last crack at him. That's kind of what I'm thinking at the moment. Yep. The Ted, the Ted, the Ted. Uh, that is the Ted for. 2023 and as i said hopefully all six of them progress uh, to the perth cup on new year's day Witten's irrigation and design they're the irrigators of choice for the west australian racing industry owner operator craig Witten has extensive experience working on racetracks across this great state especially in his role as irrigation technician on the hallowed turf at ascot and belmont park 
Craig and his team also specialize in designing and delivering projects for commercial thoroughbred and standardbred racing properties. Check out Witten's Irrigation and Design on Instagram and Facebook and get in touch with Craig. So whether it's racetrack, residential or commercial, water wisely with Witten's. Race seven is the West Speed Platinum Cup, 66 plus, 2100 meters. And Holy Enchantment and Kerman Rock were both in the nominations for the TED, but have opted to head in this direction. Holy Enchantment, 550, second favorite, I believe, at the moment. The horse heading the market is Playhouse patron, Joey as a party, Bob McPherson. Both those horses are up in the weights. This looks like a very Sticky map, tricky kind of race. I found my, I found it really hard to wrap my head around this one. That's why I'll leave it to the expert. The guru. Oh, I don't want this one. That was, this is that, a, was, that was a hot potato, mate. Yeah, this is – can I get rid of it? Tommy, <laughs> Tommy's already said Barley's off air. So, um, oh, this is, this is tough. Tough, um, yeah. A lot of horses been going around together, very little between Playhouse Patron, Tony Spirits, Burn Bray. Um, they've all drawn sticky. You could even say Barry too could end up sticky for Playhouse Patron because there's a lot more speed in this. It's going to be back in traffic. Hard horse to trust Playhouse Patron, just the way it races. Um, Holly and Chairman draws a gate and you're probably more confident. But with the speed in this mm. race, it probably is almost suitable that uh, – well, it's probably not – I won't say suitable, but it probably isn't the end of the world to draw 17 um, because you can probably find a three-wide moving line and uh, come into the race at the right time. It's funny, Brad went up 440 and another agency went up $9. So it's it's a race that does deserve that sort of contrasting appeal. And um, I was favourite Holly and Chairman. I was about 550, but – I don't really have much interest in getting involved at six, seven, eight dollars. Really, to be honest, that's so very loosely so marked did race. It, did it go up nine elsewhere? Did you say? I think I saw nine elsewhere. Did it get? Yeah. Did the nine get snapped up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. seven's available now at best, yeah. uh, from what I can see. But even then, like I, you, you can probably hold fire. And from barrier seventeen shades off sixty kegs, you you big chance of seeing that late. Do you want to back it late? I don't know. Do, do Toby Dunn back it in run? Yeah, you, mm. yeah, one hundred percent. Well, if you've You've got the brain capacity to do so. You'll probably get the best price of the lot. But um, look, some, I, someone was saying Munamek was traded hundred dollars. Yeah, there in, was in play, twenty so. bucks matched or fifty bucks ah. matched. But yeah, there was something matched. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good punning. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good punning. Jesus Christ. Um, I mean, the interesting runner here is is number eleven, Kerman Rock. I fascinating stuff. Um, backed off the map a couple of preps ago. Leads by. 10 wins by nine um, and then comes out at the next start, desperate to lead, leads and wins the Saturday race. Um, since then, hasn't, hasn't led. Hasn't, and hasn't led all I don't pre- think there's been enough intent to lead. Like it's like, oh, we'll just find cover, we'll just find cover. Do you realise what happened when you won twice and you won well? You, you led the race. So they did it yesterday with Allegiance, the yard. Um, Is this silly buggers, Kevin Rock, tactically? Well, you've just got – I don't. I know it's not a super quick horse. That's the thing. Yeah. but. You've just got to you've got to use thirteen as a as a positive and say we are going to lead you. Always want to love out a tactical announcement. Say Kerman Rock will be leading at all costs. Yeah. It's clearly not going to win a race if it's not leading. It's clearly just not going it's to. It's won do three it. races in its life, and the last two have been three wheeling in front. Haven't clear it? PBs, yeah. three wheeling in front. So um, while there is some other speed in this race, I'm not sure how desperate they all will be to lead. Divine Judgment uh, might be happy with a sit up to the twenty one hundred. Zadar. Olden Zeta hasn't got the gate speed. It just gets swallowed up. Um, on its day, I guess it can kick through. Uh, Play with Desire is one I think they'll be happy leading, but Chris is, will be also be just as happy um, taking a sit. Hoist the colours is the horse that's happy leading, but it's also a horse just happy parking in behind them. So there's no standout I want to lead horse here. So I think they've just got to tell Holly, put your handlebars down, just get there, even if you burn it and you cook it. Like, 
so be it. Um, just just try and get there. And, and if you get there easy enough and, and don't have to do too much work, I I'd, I reckon it'd be very hard to beat because last run I thought was really good for a horse that doesn't perform under those um, conditions. So, um, yeah, I think Kerman Rock can win. Um, but this is a, a very, very, very difficult race, BJ. I, I don't really want to get involved. I think Holly and Chapman's got these covered for quality and class. Um Wisely didn't go to the wait for age Ted, and even I thought his win first up was good after a break. Uh, probably wins goes close. Had no luck second up eighteen hundred. He's just the stable's going well, trending in a very positive direction. This horse uh, probably just going to be kept out of trouble. Three wide line moving into the race. I don't think if he can keep that flow uninterrupted with the weight. I don't know. I think he's just going to wear him, wear him down. Like, I think he's just better than them. So the only way that um, that doesn't happen is if a horse like Kerman Rock or something just breaks him open and tries to nick it. So I think I'm picking up what you're putting down there, Terry. Yeah. Tommy. Nope. Tommy. Just a nope. Nothing. Yeah. We should have just we should have just started and ended on nope. So because no. even with Holy Enchantment, you still need the run to go well. Like if Burma gets the softer run and gets a three length better run in transit, which is a big chance when they're jumping from car parks like that. Um, yeah, that'll be enough. So yeah. Anyway, sticky old race. Good luck. Yeah. Good luck. Good luck. Race eight is the opponent classic for the four year olds and upwards. Philizemes ratings sixty six plus and fancy the, silks on the two. Are they? Are they TMJ bloodstock colours on number two, Miss Vasari. Oh, that's the sky blue V. Well, look out. Newly broken seal as well. They've got dirty. Yeah. Had a nice win. Oh, I thought you might have chucked them on and gone down the park, kicked the footy. <laughs> the lads. No, nah. nah, just taking a few Sharon's on the chest. Ah, uh, in the front, mate. Um Miss Vasari, number two for the boys. TK Layton in there also as well. He is. Of course he is. Not that he acts like it. He's trying, oh, to sep- he's trying to separate himself yeah. from the horse as much as possible. I'm not trying to separate myself. Yeah, always, from the horse. mate. Runs around. Oh, got any runners in this week, mate? Ah, uh, none in this week. Yeah. <laughs> the disrespect makes me sick. No, I'm very excited about Miss Vasari's campaign, Tommy. Are we? Uh, we're waiting one. I reckon. Are we what? I reckon we're waiting for a, a run though. This is this is a real. This is not a good race, by yeah. the way. This is a no, shocker, and the, the favourite are strong as well. Yeah, and then they weren't. Yeah, this is this is a really really quiet race. Like the favourite um, deserves to be the favourite. Duchess Pure, of gossip, yeah, Duchess of gossip. Sorry, on purely on class and and what we have seen from her. But like this is a shocking setup. Like she's drawn wide, she carries the weight, she deserves the weight, so that's okay. She can probably win three deep. She nearly did win three deep. No cover for Brad Parnham uh, last prep when she was grabbed by War Gem late. So yep. she's got the class um, to do so. She's back to 1,200, which is obviously very suitable. But I think a lot of people are going to just want to pop her to the breeze and say, oh, they'll just work her to the breeze. She has not got the speed, if I'm a single girl, is ridden in the same manner, to get to the breeze outside I'm a single girl. One's a speedster and the other one doesn't step well and needs to be mustered to get there. And then you might point back and go, oh, look how Pikey got to the breeze a couple of times last prep. They walked in those yeah, races. They had to do a lot of work to get there, but she was good enough to do the work and then kick again late. And that's why her SB has been as strong as it has this prep because we've loved her and we love what we saw last prep. But to win this race, I don't see an obvious three-wide line here either. I don't think there is a three-wide line in this race. So I think Brad's going to have to sit deep. He's going to have to go back or he's going to just have to muscle the shit out of her to be anywhere near him. I still think she can win. She's my favourite. I've marked her 330. She deserves it because this is a thin race. But 
I thought I'd mark her even money going into this. And if she drew one or two, I probably would have marked her closer to even money. But I think she's a risk at that price. And you can probably, um, yeah, she, she purely comes down to price for me. She purely comes down to price. You can probably almost look around her. I think your mate, BJ Export Girl, can, mm. can run a bit of a race here. I think um, I think Geordie Turner will rock and roll on I'm a Single Girl again back to the 1200. And just a direct comparison, by the way, on I'm a Single Girl versus Harmika. It's funny to see how there is such a big price gap between the two of them, considering I'm a single girl beat Harmika home uh, at this trip two starts ago, and Harmika's drawn 12, which is a nightmare draw for, for Clint out there. But um, I think Export Girl can probably stalk I'm a single girl. There's no real obvious breeze horse. Maybe Empress of India ends there. Um, but if McGrady can get out and rolling at the right time, um, we saw enough class from Export Girl in some okay three-year-old races yeah. last prep to – to be a, it's just a map horse. Like it's just a, such a nice map horse on the minimum, sixty-six and a sixty-six. Um, I don't think Export Girl is going to be a world beater, but you can win races on tactical speeds um, and map. And that's yeah, what and she has gets in on the min. Uh, yep. Second up has had that has the Albany win. Carried sixty minus two or three for Rosie Marnie. Uh, led them up that day and just got a little bit little bit tired late. But she's not really a leader. She can lead, but that's not necessarily a go. But she gets to set up like Terry alluded to where she can begin, get crossed by, I'm a single gal at speed and basically get the run of the race. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm kind of with you there each way, export girl. Tommy? Yeah, I wanted to take on Duchess of Gossip quite considerably. Well, I still have a favourite, but I'm- What price were you? (laughs) (laughs) I'm $6.80 the field. That's good. Right, so that's a proper take on. Um, But also, like, I don't have much around it that- the one I had shorter was DTA. Mm. I just think it's going to run a race eventually. I think back to 12. I know it was better last start at 14, but I still think it's better at 12. Breeze? Um, How are they going to see, see, this is where it's like you fudge the numbers a little bit in your favour. I'd be a good accountant. Mm. Um, <laughs> I've got Duchess of Gossip three wide. I think they go looking for a spot. It doesn't happen. And then I think DTA jumps well enough and just kind of goes, you go, mm. and then takes us back. That's how I'd look to ride it because I don't think you can win any other way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then horses like short in the market, like Stormy Tawny, Harmika. Stormy Tawny was, is flying. Um, I just think it's a massive change going from Pike to Stephen Parnham on this type of horse. That's He's just riding it but so also, well. But also you, you're hoping that it just maintains its peak though, right? So yeah, it, it might, gave it a 10 last time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's, it's perfect. Yeah. Harmika's gone massive gone, against it. Yes, Harmika's right. gone better than it. If Harmika drew a good... Gate here, I'd have Harmika mm. shorter than Stormy Tawny, yeah, without yeah. a doubt. I'll be with you. Yep. Yeah, um, it's, yep. so Stormy Tawny's won three in a row now. So is it, when's it going to when's it going to cool off? Um, it's also stepping up every time, mm. and it's winning less impressively every time. Like last night was it was a nice win. Yeah, that's fair enough. You've now got to do it in sixty six plus grade, yeah. which I think becomes a lot harder. Um, so in other case, I'm declaring Miss Vasari at seventeens. <laughs> I'm not. Um, uh, nah, this race is no. I do think. I do yeah. think Miss Vasari will run second in this race. Um, I think she's flying. Who too? Who too? DTA. <laughs> you, you're pretty keen. I think. I think Map can win this race. And mm. if, yep. if Miss Vasari's at her peak, and Miss Vasari probably is following a horse like Export Girl, mm. three of the fancyish or somewhere around there, it's there's no reason she can't play a uh, a part. So I, the shoes are remaining on, I believe. Potentially, seeing how we go this week. Um, the bar shoes are on. I'm just trying to get a bigger price, Tommy, to remind everyone that the bar shoes are on. The but, dreaded. Uh, the dreaded. But um, I reckon that uh, I reckon that um, she might need one, but I hope I'm wrong. We'll see, won't we? 
Now, there are, it's a pretty, yeah. Before it, when mate, Nons it's, came it's out, there. it was it was it's there to be won. It's it a winnable race. Quite a you strong a race. St- Nons, a complete standout runner in my yeah. mind, but yeah. it's just so poorly mapped, um, which makes the race fascinating. So I was three thirty Duchess five dollars um, export girl. So that's how I've I've targeted the race really. Um, upwards others. Export girl, for me, random insane Maddie. Never wins, but racing really well without luck. Number 10, sweet tea. Cliffy Green, look out. I'll just about give it up, I reckon. <laughs> it's got that. It's got a, there's got to be a big result somewhere on Saturday. Yeah, these fields mate, are, these the fields are yeah. And if you're looking smart. at Tommy's, Tommy's map there, which I think is bang on, I think they will probably go forward or try to go forward and probably get caught deep. Um, it could be the one that gets the advantage of following the DTA sweet tea three wide line. So fascinating stuff. All right. Rail will be key for the market, sorry, by this stage of the day as well, because if the fence is playing real nicely and that's the spot to be, there has to be good money for probably even I'm a single girl, probably for uh, Export Girl in particular. I think Export Girl will be the supported runner. Um, But, yeah, it could see a a bit of a Dutch's drift. Okay. What time is it? Tommy. Get out stakes. Get out (laughs) stakes. How do you spell that, Terry? Uh, you spell it. Uh, I was going to spell the word enthusiasm against it. S T E A K S. The extremely popular Get Out Steaks, brought to you by Market City Meats, the largest retail butcher shop in Perth, located out at the Kennyvale Markets on Bannister Road. Jimmy Hewitt, uh, captain coach out there at Market City Meats. If you want to get in pre-Christmas and get your gourmet goodness. You get the red carpet treatment at all times, Market City Meats. So he'll look after you, that's for sure. And certain congratulations. We got a new face winning the Get Out Stakes. He's a bit of a mystery man. The Persian Prince, as he's known on Twitter, Antonio, he uh, he was almost bang on their Munamek margin last Saturday. He's a first-time Get Out Stakes winner. So congratulations, Antonio. Make sure you go and collect with Timmy out of Market City Meets. Now to enter the Get Out Stakes for this week, race nine at Ascot on Saturday. Send us a tweet at the 1-1 pod on Twitter. Let us know who you think will win. And a decimal, decimal winning margin, two decimal places preferred. And we can never, ever forget Sam White, the old Sam White rule. Terry? First in, best dressed, BJ. First in, best dressed. So I'll tell you what, you don't need to be first in for this one, I don't think. Definitely not. This is, uh, this is tricky. The, this is race nine, the get out. The TBWA Stallion Tender Scheme Trophy. Gee, some good horses have won this over the journey, haven't they, Tommy? It takes a good horse to travel up on a hot speed, park behind him, peel off the back and run almost track record time. Blistering. Quiz question for you, Tommy. What uh, what horse in this race was in this race when Halatorium won it? Was it 12 months ago? It was, it was 12, 12 months, months ago. ago. Geez, they were happy days, weren't they? Yeah, I smiled. Were they happier days? Gosh, I had a smile. Glory days. They were just something. Didn't uh, even bother getting to the track when you knew you had a moral at $15 in a, in a feature with Pike Young. Was the other horse Ain't Another Man? It was. Well done. Won't win this one either. Correct, Tommy. Uh, no, it certainly will not win this one. It's a real blanket market, <laughs> isn't it? And BJ, I, the first question I have to ask you, usually throw to one of us, but I'm gonna I'm gonna throw to you. Is, is it time to is it time to lob the old the old super sesh dog in the bin? Oh. Not not lob it in the bin. Is it just trying to place it in the bin so you could actually get it back out at some point if you want to and recycle it? Maybe recycling bin rather than trash trash can. Mm. 
Well, I think at the at th- yeah, I think you're right. I think at three sixty in from gate fourteen in a fifteen horse field, uh, like I don't know. Come on, come on, come on. I thought come upon on. doing the replays again. It wasn't even all that – I don't know. It was good enough, but I reckon that, like, play that funky music who was down to the 1,000 was going to the line not far off it. And considering its racing pattern, you would like to see Super Session really savaging the line in that sense. So, look, the speed map should suit. Uh, There's a stack of uh, tempo in this race, but – I've, I've sort of been working on this theory. Have you noticed whenever there's a stack of tempo, oh. what are your fingers doing, Tommy? Oh, that didn't sound good. Fingers doing the what's, walking. What's that? <laughs> Usually enjoy that. Um, <laughs> the two stables, two stables with two speed horses. Yes. Casey's and the, the Fernies. Yes. That's what my fingers were doing. They were oh, the okay. So those speed horses being Peace from man. the uh, Casey Yard, Capricorn yes. Man and Ain't No Other Man, Marin. And uh, the Fernies, we've got, who is it? Uh, we got Ballbeck. Ballbeck. <laughs> and we have <laughs> play that funky music. music. <laughs> Throwing double spice. White boy. Wow. Um, Tempo. Yeah. So, what were you going to say about the uh, speed on paper? Sometimes it doesn't well, equate to. No. So, I've, I've, I think we straight away go, right, six quick horses, five quick horses. You're going to to get over the top of them, right? Which is fair enough if you've got one that's going well enough or got the right form or the right map, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And the market's gravitating for your top five, a super session, leniency, cable boy, fluoro, neuro. Like it's gravitating. Cable boy should be 1,001, shouldn't it? Jesus Christ. Send a 66 plus. Come on. Um, Yeah. Last time I said that was gift of the art and it went down by a lips. But I think it – I think my mindset has been wrong for a long period of time in regards to just looking at it that way and going, okay, let's farm it off speed. If there's a suitable runner, fair enough. But I don't think there always is a suitable runner in that sense. And we saw play that funky music in a race with a stack of speed two starts ago, find the breeze. And it was just too tough late. Like that had a quite a form uh, since Brenda Celebrity Prince was pretty keen on coming at late. Didn't get there. But I don't. I think with this amount of speed, everyone else is aware of the amount of speed too. So from barrier three, perhaps on ball bag, they might be happy to sit. Um, like there, there might be a discussion between the camp or perhaps ball bag will try to kick through, lead the race and play that funky music. He'll come out looking for a spot. Um, Capricorn Man is the one that will be ridden with proper intent and maybe ain't no other man will come across and be a touch more circumspect and, and look to find its way into the field. Next thing you know, you have these pretty good on-speed horses that have sorted themselves out into a happy map rather than a wild old map. Um, so that's the way I'm, I'm sort of looking at it. I actually really like to play that funky music, but the, the price went off wildly this morning. I was six fifty, so I can't I can't really tip it or take the six fifty at the moment. That's that's a bit thin. I, I expect that gets out from the gate um, once more, but I, I was really taken by that run. But um, yeah, I think double spice and um, ballback. We're going to give it another chance. I think forget. He went around at its last start, date the trip. Nothing ever was right or happy, and the start before that, it was over the unsuitable thousand and. Um, and only ran second to Divine Belief. Yeah. It's a good form. So, like spec it. a few roughies, play wide in your quaddy. Um, yeah, just going to take them on. Why did Leaning to go back to the trials? And it was a shocking trial, wasn't by it? Like, Are they it's obviously had the Ducks issue. and Drakes, or what was, what was going on there? Like, if they're going to go back to the I was like, oh, it's run eight for nine. Like, this will just be a just a pull just up. A pull. Yeah, me too. No, no, no like, it, it wasn't asked for an effort, but he wasn't there for a picnic. Like, that's not, you can't look at that trial, come out Saturday and win without me going, you're better than me. And don't forget the bars are still on too. Like at that price, like, I was certain I'd find it. Like the map for me suited perfectly yep. for a horse. No, I'm leniency. There's one other horse that I'll get to that I think suits equally as perfectly, which I'll be on. But for leniency, like it was just going to park 
midfield with a hot tempo. It doesn't have to make up eight lengths when they run along like Super Session will have to. And you kind of wanted to be on it wherever it went after its first start. Yeah, yeah. definitely, like 100%. And then just that trial was, oh, vomit-worthy. Like, it mm. was putrid. Like, so, so bad. Off, yeah, the, like there, so there's obviously an issue the, five the, weeks between. The pads runs. are still on the hind. Yeah, like it's worthy. It's just yeah, that reeks. Like if you want to back it at five fifty, you're a real braver disgust, man than me. Real disgust in your face. Yeah, it makes me ill. I know it, it does. Um, this is becoming more and more of a certainty the more you. Yeah, mm, which is fine. I can live with that. Um, and I'll probably pray to God because swear uh, to God I is the guessed, winner. I could have guessed yeah. you, Aussie Oregon. How's the, how's the um, just ballooned in price since the markets? Yeah. Uh, well, I, th- I was expecting this sort of price range, $13, $14. When, even like I had a little, you know, when you do the form, you sit there going, like, oh, I'm, I'm going to take the 21s when it opens for this. And then Brad just ruins your day mm. with $8 or whatever it was. Just banging um, your life. Usually. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, but the 15 of, I think there's 15 around some places. That's ultra appealing for me for a horse that's. Interesting so runner, isn't it? Like, it's I mean, camp. like it's, but the owners have stayed the same. It's, it's going to be wearing the Stewart colors. Ownership's the same. I think same. Jimmy's in it still. Yeah, yeah. And so, it's, but it's just moved from Russell Stewart at Ascot to SJ Miller, who trains from a more rural style Down property. Should have got Jimmy on the phone to let us know what he thinks about it. But the problem is, we just can't get him off the phone. Mm. He just won't shut up. This is a fascinating run. And Brad Parnham. Is on, which is understandable, and he's off King Sicario for the Ganges. He's the best, I swear to God, mm. uh, takes care of these, doesn't it? Picking up yeah. what you're putting down there, Tommy. It's a definite quaddy horse, and it's probably, yeah. would you say it's a win-only bet just because it's yeah, uh, for it me, has that it. sort of unknown aspect? I'll be backing it, and I'll be backing Double Spice, and Cassini going on Double Spice is anything. It's been like it's four, last four runs in a row have all been good runs and I just simply think, so the two in a row where play that funky music beat it, in particular that first one with Cassie on, nothing against Cassie, but you can just tell that last 200 metres, like it just needed someone to get on its neck and just push it. Yep. Um, and okay. it just didn't have that. Um, and so I've been waiting for it to get a senior. I've been backing it in the meantime because it can't help itself. <laughs> but with a little bit of confidence, I've been waiting for a senior to go on um, and that gets that here. So. For me, I think at 12 or with tab touch, 12 and $14, um, they're two easy, easy bets. I've, I will save Super Session because it'll drift naturally late mm. and I won't lose on it just because of the pace in the race. If it does get a toe in um, and they're running that, on. That could just collapse in front of it. Yeah, yeah. 100%. And yeah. especially if they are just falling, those who like, and it's not, I swear to God, Mike's no, stuck no, behind them. They won't get out in time. And yeah. then same with Lens, he's not going well enough. It might be able to tow at 100 meters. Um, and then it might just take care of them. And I'd rather not ruin my weekend in the last with Super Session getting up when it inevitably starts $5. Mm. So, um, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me to see you play that punky music, might start favourite. You reckon? Yeah. From 15? Yeah. Dear it man. might be $5.50 favourite, but yeah, yeah. this could just- oh, I think this the risk price reward at the current six fifty because I look at that. I, don't, I am six fifty. I don't like I, it. I, yeah. I, I, well, I marked play that funky music, double spice, and super session equal favorites of $6.50. That was my book. Um, so obviously, double spice will be my result mm. here. And I would try and make Bullberg and play that funky music, some form of little result as well, depending on late prizes. Uh, never gets unfunny. Uh, for me, I'll be playing double figures this race. <laughs> I'm going to go a little bit of Tommy with Swear to God and a little bit of uh, Terry with Bullberg. Uh, I think this has got the double figures written all over at this last race. and. Yeah, Tommy's kind of twisted my arm a little bit for the late 
supersession price if it never well, you have to out. you've been more, you've been more committed than me over the journey to supersession yeah yeah what, what See how sleepy which goes earlier in the day because your double might be alive. Don't forget. <laughs> what happens when supersession's firm? Oh, like for the first time ever. What, ha- what happens then? Because well, it just it's wins by three, though, doesn't it, when that happens? It's even easier to let go. But this market, it's going to do some funny things. Like Fleur on Euro, I thought it was okay first up, but not good enough for me to back it next up. Uh, there's been reasonable money for um, Cable Boy. Oh, not reasonable money to open that price. Cable Boy, I think that's just significantly inferior form line. Um, go go grommets drawn one, which is probably the gate you don't want for a horse that's a step well. It's going to be three of the fencing and have to win in a new manner. And yeah, it's it's just hard to come at the rest. If you're looking for a sit and sprint, a King Zakaro was poor last start, maybe back to 1200, change a jock. It can find something, but dearie me, it's a um, I think while there are so many horses in a very similar point in the market, there's a lot I'm happy to chop. Okay, very good. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll do our best betting propositions, our Maddies, and our Lays for Van Hemp's Stakes Day. All right, fellas, let's bring it home. Uh, it's time for our best betting propositions, brought to you by Perth Racing. Tommy Johnston, what's your best betting prop? It's tough split between swear to God at that price and uh, King Cartel. Um, Just so I think. Hmm. I think King Cartel, just I think it's going to get the perfect run with the right setup where, swear to God, might get a little bit of bad luck or might have leaders fall back on it. So from that point of view, yeah, I think King Cartel is my best betting proposition. So the double? Just For those two? Yeah, just show some Yeah, show some TikToks. What's that? 60, oh, almost 75 to 1 someplace. Mm-hmm. Oh, probably 75 to 1 some places. That, that's a Gary. Isn't it? Yeah. It's a Gary. They'll probably pay you out the moment you put the bet on. Gary, get on. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah. If Put you the like bet money, on, cash out. Yeah, instantly. If you're struggling to pay for Christmas presents, <laughs> no, that's the one. <laughs> um, you shopping early, Guru? Christmas shopping. I hate Christmas shopping so much, BJ. I just, it's ruining Christmas for me this year. I'm buying shit for, buying things for people that nobody even wants. I just think, just don't, just don't do it. Just enjoy people's company, you know? Anyway, that's a story for another day. Um, Watch me rock. Race one. So you're shop- exciting you're shopping early. Oh, you weren't actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm with yeah, you. Yeah. Watch me rock. Uh, yeah. Too, should be too good for him in the first. Mad. Tommy. Madness. My Maddie. Oh, trying to find I'm, one that's at that 20. Just fudge. Just go, I'm, out, I'm fudge. Just go outrageous. Just go wild. Yeah. Just. Let your hair Ooh. down. Uh, <laughs> I'll go, uh, I'm a single gal. I think that race is like, I don't even like that. That's bad. Um, <laughs> the pressure's on. No, well, like, it makes sense. Like, I'm a single gal because 20 to 1, but I'm like $20, 20. But Miss Vasari, I'm like $11. Well, do that. 17. Yeah, yeah, I prefer that. I As, prefer, yeah, I prefer a little bit of fudgy, OG. So, Multi yeah. into race one. That's what I'm going to do. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's probably. My best ruffy. I had another one at some similar price, but I can't remember now. Miss Vasari? Uh, yeah, Miss Vasari is my Maddie. The Flying V? Yeah. Very good. Yeah. I need to watch some um, Mighty Ducks. Mighty Ducks. Champions. Goldberg. Mm-hmm. We felt like a champion for a while. Um, I, I'm going to go double spice. It's just short a little bit. And the last, about $14, $15. But if we multi it with Watch Me Rock, we get 40 to 1. That you, beauty. Mate, Rock and roll. Nearly got it last week, by the way, with uh, Blue Lagoon all up. 
Count the sessions. Pockets full for Christmas. Yeah. My mad is in race eight, sweet tea. It's crazy, really. That's, that's absurd. But you never know. It's one that's of those absurd. days. Like, there's going to be a real long price winner around Santa, mm. I reckon. Lay, Tommy. My sweet lay. Tea. Oh, yeah. Um, as you know, I love my place lays on things that should be eight times the price. Um, one of them is plays with fire. Can't place. Another one, leniency. I'll happily take that on at that price to place um, off that trial. And and just lay the whole field in race seven. <laughs> just take just, them all on. Just, we might have a no race. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Here we I know why Tom, I know why Tommy's dirty on all those horses in race seven because he really wanted to be on float our boat, but it's only second emergency. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Understandable. <laughs> The, he's, been uh, waiting, he's been waiting for it. Such a good <laughs> setup as well. McCormick and Embry Ilk. <laughs> he's yeah. been waiting for it. When it comes to E2, he's just dirty on the world now. That's understandable. Late, Terry? Um, plays with five. I'm like three times the price. I think it's still favourite or close to it, so that'll do me. I'm going place for- Place as well. I agree with Tommy. We're on a place. I'm like Chris Parham. I'm going for four straight with my This lays. is incredible. Good, I'm hoping it? this is something I like. Super special. Yeah, I, yeah, I probably should have. <laughs> I'm going to go there- I think this, the Simon A two-year-old's a bit short. A bit green. Gate um, nine, I think West geez. Stars are like- Jesus, far out. Right. I'm definitely staying out of that race now then. Get it. Get it while you can, punters. So, race two, West Star. Currently 340. It's too short. Uh, all right. That brings our episode 174 to a close.